0: Miracle, a birthday story. Miracle is a true story of a baby bison born to a very young mommy named Blossom on a sunny spring morning at Heavenwood Farms. Blossom is an inexperienced first-time mommy. It's quickly evident this baby bison will need a new mommy to survive, and on her birthday she is taken to the barn where she meets Rachel. Rachel feeds her and keeps close watch. Suddenly, she has a fever and a swollen knee, and the doctor says she won't survive. Everyone at Heavenwood is worried, but good news prevails, and we name this baby bison Miracle. Miracle adapts to a new herd in the paddock of Heavenwood horses. She grows fast and strong and is loved by everyone at Heavenwood. This story illustrates that acceptance and belonging are the gifts of adoption. Being part of a non-conventional or blended family requires love, hope, and acceptance on both sides. A book by Wendy Allison Jordan, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, www.myhavenwood.com.
1: Thank you for joining us. This is Alan Mashburn, a special edition of Carolina Conservatives, Preachers with a Punch. And we have spent countless hours. I mean, hours. I think I counted about 10 to 8, 10 to 15 videos of reading inappropriate books that we now know are all over our state. And it is a breath of fresh air when we find specifically a North Carolinian who has written a book for children that is not inappropriate, but is appropriate. And we have the author of that book called Miracle, A Birthday Story. And the author of that book is Miss Wendy Allison Jordan. She is an author. She's the illustrator also of the book. And this is her first book. So she's going to let us know if there's more to follow. We hope there there, there is. She's a retired professional photographer. She enjoys writing. I'm sure she enjoys traveling um painting uh and and i have to say the illustrated the illustrated book is uh i was very impressed it was uh very well done and I'm not just saying that to butter her toast, but I'm just saying it because it's true so Wendy, thank you for joining us today. It is always a joy to have anyone who will uh take the initiative that you have to write these books and we certainly hope there's more to follow. So Wendy, tell me a little bit about yourself. What prompted you to write this book and can we see more in your future?
2: Um, well, there's a couple of questions there. What prompted me to write the book? First of all, um I, uh, I raise American bison. I have a herd this year now, 16. Wow group of them now they're they're kind of large so the more they come along each year um the the more of a challenge it is really because they are wild animals and they're not cows like some people think they're just big furry cows and they're very different um but each year we have at least one calf usually this year we had four So now we have 16. But last year I had an unusual thing happen and it really inspired the book. And it also involves uh, someone that helps me here on the farm. And uh, she's a a single girl who's from New York and uh, she's never had children. And uh, the story kind of uh, touched Well, the events touched me because here she is, first of all, a city girl. And she, um, when uh, the unusual thing that happened is with with American bison, they're really uh, very, very responsible. And this was the first year that I'd ever had a female actually walk away from uh, the the newborn the day that it was born. And I don't like to use the word abandon in the story. This this female happened to be um, really juvenile. She was really very young to be a mom. And um, so I had to make a decision about what to do about the calf, knowing too that um, even uh, regular domestic cattle are really difficult to save when uh, a mother won't nurse them. But we pulled her out of the field and um, and, and Rachel, um, my friend and uh, helper from New York, she took she took this baby in like her own baby. And it just inspired me in many ways because I have an adopted grandchild and um, it just um, the story just sort of flowed out you know i've been writing for years um have never really thought about writing a children's book um but it was one of those things that happened and i think it was an important parallel to uh to to parents um that have adopted children or blended families and i have a blended family so i know that the 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 subject of acceptance and belonging is something that you don't always talk to your children about. You just kind of think it it it's it's in nature, but it it's not really. And um, miracle accepted her her situation and joined the the horse herd the small horse herd that I have, and uh, and and let allowed um, Rachel to. Raise her and Rachel really became
1: her mom. Wow. Well, it comes through the book. Um, and I reread it again this morning while I was uh, sipping on my coffee. And I was just thinking, uh, this is really, you could see it was a true story. And that made it even more precious. And I don't know, I don't know fully your background, but I can say this as a pastor, <clears throat> you fully exhibit Christ, you fully exhibit God when. You accept, and you realize that there's no boundaries to family. Um, there are no boundaries, and the older I get, the more I realize that. And uh, so, your book really exhibits that, and I wanna I wanna commend you for that. One of the things I was kind of impressed, uh, and I wasn't surprised because uh, the book, as I said, really uh, it probably wasn't your intention to have a a godly influence, even though I'm not saying that it wasn't, but it really does and and the website your my heavenwood uh where does that come from?
2: well, um my husband and I built this farm in uh well we started in two thousand and six and we named the we named the farm heavenwood well,
1: It was a lovely name um and it goes uh it, it was almost like it was uh Planned out when that you were going to write the book and and head down this path because it's a it's a wonderful name to carry the tagline of the book um, because it goes right along with the flow of uh, the story that you're you're trying to to tell there. So how did you get started in bison?
2: Um, well, I was raised on a large farm um, very similar to this farm because I actually uh, modeled this uh, property. Um, after the farm that I grew up in, in uh, Lake City, Florida, which is North Florida. It's it's flatter there, but the farm I grew up on happened to have the highest elevation, and my grandmother's house was on top of this hill, and so when we uh, decided on the property to where to build, I created the, the the driveway, the, the ponds and everything to mimic where I grew up, which is a beautiful place. And um, I will say we didn't have the mountain range that uh, that Robert and I look at every morning. The Uari Mountains are really our view almost all the way around. It's really beautiful here and the trees and the grass is just absolutely beautiful. So it's different than my home place, but it's similar too in that uh, the fences and the way that that I laid it out is the same. Um, so I'm sorry, now I'm off track. <laughs> Where was no. I going? Uh, just that, you know, being a farmer or, or growing up around on a farm, my grandfather um, was a cattle farmer and a tobacco farmer. And uh, he he um, specialized with Brahma and uh, which are really large. Those are the big cows with the big hump. And I just grew up with those. So then when uh, Robert and I decided, well, we started with horses, just pleasure horses to ride. And uh, then I said, you know, I'd really like to get some cows. And then I got to thinking about, you know, what I'd really like to have are some bison. <laughs> <laughs> I never, you know, I just always admired and uh, I think everyone loves them. And, uh, and they're different. They're very different. And I didn't have any experience with bison, but I'm kind of one of those farm girls not afraid of much so we started out with three we actually bought them in New York I I kid with people and say we bought them in Buffalo but we didn't (laughs) we bought them in uh, Albany uh, New York and uh, a sweet guy that works for our company drove up there it was in the winter time and I was getting young uh, juvenile you can't take a baby bison away from its mother until it's really almost a year so it was in November and I know I don't know anyone listening knows Art Russell but he's he's quite the character and he he drove up there with another guy with the trailer and they uh, I bought three a bull and two heifers and they were young and the guy Art tells me when he got there it was two below zero and snow wow yeah in New York that year and they loaded up the the three. The guy said, "Well, they're out there. You'll have to cut them away from the mother," which was like, "Okay." So he did. I think Art said he almost got frostbite, but they managed to get them back to North Carolina. And that was that's uh, Tonka, Sugar Baby, and uh, Daisy, and those were the three that we started out with. And Sugar Baby, to date, has has birthed a you know, ten calves.
1: Wow. Well, when you tell me you had a herd, I'm like a herd. Wow! <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking, well, how many does it take to make a herd? So uh, you certainly do. Um, Well, let me uh, let let's let's wind down a little bit. Uh, how would you present this book to parents? And and I'm see I'm sure you've had great feedback. I looked on your website and seen the reviews. Parents are receiving it what we would love to see do uh, happen is see this in our public schools. This is wholesome. This is good. The lessons in this book uh, are really, I mean, it's not, it's not just one lesson. It's a message of love. It's a message of acceptance, true acceptance. It's a message of adoption. Um, There's just so much in here that is wholesome that you and I grew up on. You said you grew up on a farm lessons that you actually learned and you're passing them along. So If we could have a hundred more like you in this area, it would be great because we really need to get books like this in the hands of all of our children, all of our parents to help them in their, in their raising of their children and and putting, just putting some good information out there. So are you on social media where anybody can reach you and, and, and give us your website again?
2: Okay. It's www.myheavenwood.com. Um, I do have a miracle page on Facebook and um I um I have uh I do book signings if you're interested in a book signing you can reach me on the website or on Facebook as Wendy Allison Jordan or just go to the page which is miracle and heavenwood also heavenwood the farm has a page as well um just reach out to me on messenger and uh, I'll be glad to do a book signing. I've done several book signings and it's always really special to do a book signing in uh, elementary schools from um, kindergarten to third grade, mostly. Mm-hmm. I've done had wonderful responses. It's really interesting how quickly um, children that of that age group grasp the story. And it's wonderful for me. <laughs> I get choked up just on the memory. In Florida, I did a book signing at an at my elementary school, and uh, a lot of the teachers there were my classmates. And um, I had a uh, auditorium with third and third to fifth. Let's see, it was yes, that group was third to fifth graders. And I read the book to them, and on just about every page, the whole audience of these children would be like a a symphony of, (laughs) aw. (laughs) <laughs> and that, I didn't expect that. And that was so sweet. Um, but they did, they all love the book. And um I um I also offer the book at uh, River Wild, which is the restaurant here that uh we built, and my uh daughter and son-in-law own it now. And um so you can get the book there in person with the the plush miracle that uh is is a gift that goes with the book. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but the story, um, Alan, actually, um, I knew from the beginning that the story was divine. It, it, it was easy for me to write. It was, I never once, uh, paused and struggled with the story. It just flowed straight from, you know, my being from my heart really. And I, and I knew that it would help um, parents that struggle with, um, having new children of any age, an infant, of course, you're not talking to an infant, but you're waiting for that day when they might ask you, which my granddaughter did. It was just a natural thing for her because she has an older sibling and a younger sibling. And one day she wanted to know, am I adopted? (laughs) And I don't know where, we don't know where she had that thought, but children, you know, they're bright and she did. And, um, And so that was around that time I had that discussion with my daughter about how would she, I mean, this is a real dilemma for parents of adoption. Do you present this to them? And when, and when do you, when, when are they ready to have that discussion? So.
1: Yeah. And it really has to come natural just the way that, that you described and, you know, I guess it's necessary. I've never been there. I I really can't say but you know looking beyond that you're ours. <laughs> uh we don't there's no boundaries here. We're family. So if 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 a child was to ask we would probably feel obligated and do the right thing and tell them but um uh all just to be honest with them but uh you know at the end of the day we are family. And uh, as I said, there's no there's no gray area in family. Well, wrapping this up because I know that uh, you have a schedule and uh, and you're busy. But uh, well, I do know uh, that when I met Miss Wendy, um, she actually brought me a copy of the book, and then uh, uh, a uh, a a stuffed animal of a miracle to, to take to my son John Luke. And when I walked in with that that night. Um, I showed him both and of course the first thing he goes to was uh, the baby Miracle uh, herself so um, later on he got interested in the book but uh, Miracle was a hit at our household and maybe we can get some of those pictures up for you but uh, I want to thank you for joining us today Uh, these are books that we want to highlight and we want to spread the news about and share everywhere because they're good wholesome books they teach principles that uh we were founded on as a country Uh, love accepting who you are where you are and um and then that there's no boundary in family we are i'm going to just go ahead and say it we are one human race and if we start drawing those boundaries here uh that's uh that's not something that we need to do we just need to we need to realize that we're here for a very short time here on this earth and what we make of it is the best of it. And I would look forward to the day that just on the topic of adoption, that uh, adoption is made much easier and simpler in this state. But that's another another discussion for another time. But that's that's my hope and prayer. So, Miss Wendy, thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. And she's given us her handles on social media and uh, her website, myheavenwood.com. So please check her out. And uh, she has all of the uh, books on there. She's got it in hard copy. She's got it in paperback and she's got Little Baby baby Miracle that you can order and have it for your child or grandchild as well. Again, thank you, Miss Miss Wendy. Thank
2: you, Alan. I appreciate it. It's
1: an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you here. And uh, if we could have a hundred more like you to do this, that would be a blessing to all of us. Again, thank you. And I pray that you will share this video to parents and homeschool groups alike because we need to get this out in front of our children and read it to them. They will enjoy it. They will ooh and ah, and you'll have something to laugh at and smile at because they love they love baby miracle. God bless you, and I, fr- I pray that you'll have a great day.